First Sip Brewbox is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brewbox have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPNATIONUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. It's the Hop Nation. USA Podcast. Hop Nation USA podcast is on now. Dun, 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 dun. This week, it's all about crime and murder. 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 Moida. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not Moida. No. Moida. It's episode 70 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. And I'm joined by my co host, Adam, as always. Hello. And Kelsey. Hi. She's back again. I am. Yeah. Don't call it a comeback. She's been here for years. (laughs) (laughs) And this week we're taking a little bit of a divergence, but not completely, because we're still going to review three beers for you this week. Oh, yes. And they're all going to be blood orange beers. Blood. Orange. Beer. Murder. (laughs) (laughs) But if you can't tell, we're going to be talking a bit about true crime this week. As just a little bit, a little bit of a difference, but we'll still keep it uh, within the craft beer world as so, much as we can. <laughs> so I, there apparently was a bit of a mix-up. Yeah, uh, because you said true crime, uh-huh. and beforehand I, I knew that we were doing blood orange beers. Right. But I caught the true part, and I caught the blood orange part. So I thought we were talking about true blood. Oh, it's okay. No. It's okay. It's mine. <laughs> We're not talking about True Blood and vampires so, and Joe Manganiello. I never finished that show. Neither did I because it was terrible at the end. Exactly. You have to. Okay. If you make it that far, though, in a show like True Blood, you have to write it out till the end. Usually, I agree. I couldn't do it. I just, once once they got into the fairies and the <laughs> the were panthers. Yes. Okay, it makes you want to watch it even more because it's so crazy. It got too ridiculous, which no. is saying something for being invested in a vampire show <laughs> for four years. It takes a lot yes. to me to say, you know what, I'm out. So you did four seasons. Yeah. How many were there? There were six. Six. I think I did. I think I did five. Which means You're I just so have one. Close. I know. And it's this year. Oh, and even worse, it, here's what will even make you even more mad, Kelsey, is that all of the seasons are free on Amazon Prime, which I do have, and I just skip over it all the time. I start new shows all the time. <laughs> and you got one season left. Yeah. Can't like, do it. Like, I just got one season and I was like, eh, I'm going to watch this other thing instead. <laughs> so, uh, apparently, to get back to the theme, uh, Kelsey will actually murder Steve on based air. on this information. <laughs> no, no. Just going to shake my head and my fist at you. Senator, your cheek. Oh, yes, Senator, my In with the good air, out with the bad. Yeah. All right. I was super excited when you texted me and told uh, told me the theme for this, though. Uh-huh. And I was like, I turned to my husband. I was like, two of my favorite things, beer and murder. And he was like, oh, gosh, <laughs> what is Steve doing? <laughs> well, I believe it was the last time you were on. We did kind of tease that we were going to do a murder show. Yes. 
And if mm-hmm. it wasn't on air, we did at least talk about it off air. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been in the works for a little bit. Yeah, so this has been in the works. At least for you guys, I was way off track with the HBO stuff. Yes, you were You were still watching vampires and... <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Anna Paquin films. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the original X-Men was pretty good. <laughs> but uh, I think we can start off with our first beer of the evening. It's the Brew Free or Die Blood Orange IPA. From 21st Amendment. Yeah. So it, it's just the blood orange version of the Brew Free or Die IPA. It's one of their standards. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves it, I think, for the most part. It's, you know, it's what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, just for information on it, though, it comes with uh, bittering hops of the Columbus variety and then finishing hops of the Cascade and Centennial varieties. Is there Citra? No, there isn't Citra. I'm kind of surprised by that. Yeah, I know. And uh, let's see, the malt profile is mostly two-row, of course, Mm -hmm. and then imported in light crystal malts. Okay. And it has an ABV of 7. And? IBUs of 7D. Aha! Okay. That's very apropos for this episode. Why? It's episode 70. Oh, that's right, it is. (laughs) (laughs) I literally just said it, too. You did. I got to spoof feed this shit to you? (laughs) Yes, please. I, my brain... Is mush. <laughs> it's no good anymore. <laughs> it's starting to atrophy. Yeah. It doesn't get used much. It just sits around all week until it's time for podcasting. And then <laughs> gets exercise for an hour and a half and then it's back to nacho cheese. That's right. <laughs> back to nacho cheese and YouTube videos. Did you guys hear what happened at Tanacon? <laughs> no, what happened? See, no, that's just, that's a joke for like 12 year olds. Oh, like, okay. yeah. It's what comes up in my YouTube feed. I can't help it. How deep into the hole are you? Yeah. I don't know. Pretty deep. You watch a bit of Kill Tony, and then you watch some your mom's house, and then it gets like, I, re- you just get suggestions for garbage, and it's just like, oh, what is this garbage? And you watch it. You're saying words right now that I don't understand. Right. I assume it's English. Well, you kind of should know the last two things I said. Kill Tony is a fantastic podcast. There's a lot of stand-up comedy, and it's basically an open mic night. With ah, criticism. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I can appreciate that. Uh, it has Tony Hinchcliffe. You may or may not know him, uh, but he's uh, one of the top rising comedians from Youngstown, Ohio. Oh. <laughs> uh, his producer is Brian Redband okay. from Joe Rogan, so you should know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he has, you know, more famous comedians like Mark Marin and uh, Doug Benson and everything. All right. right. Oh, okay. But to check it out. they draw names from a bucket, have people come up, do stand-up comedy, and then criticize it. Nice. Okay. It's I'm good into, stuff. I'm into that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could be about that. Yeah. And then your mom's house is obviously Tom Segura and Christina P. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this all makes sense. Now you're saying words that I do understand. <laughs> <laughs> but we can get into this beer now that I've explained podcasts and YouTube and <laughs> for everybody who already probably knows about all of them. <laughs> Listen, we are a podcast of learning. We are edutaining. Edutaining. Well, you just made me give free plugs for already huge podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. They don't, they don't need us. They, we need them to talk about us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. While we wait for those massive plugs and we start getting huge amounts of listeners from all of them, uh, let's talk about this beer. Yes. The Blood Orange IPA. It, uh, it looks nice. It does. It it's, smells nice. Mm-hmm. It, it looks orange. <laughs> it does. It does have an, an orange hue to it, kind of a watered-down tang with bubbles in it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a watered-down tang. This is like, <laughs> this is like I got one scoop left in the <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm going to make this last. This gonna, <laughs> I'm going to make it work. <laughs> it's like Gatorade that's been sitting. Yeah, it looks yeah. like Gatorade. Yeah, if it weren't for the frothy yeah. head. This is payday is three days away 
Yeah. <laughs> Gotta make the yeah. thing last. <laughs> Gotta make, make it, it work. As Tim Gunn would say, make it work. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand. See, that's a word I don't understand. Tim Gunn. I don't- Tim Gunn, Project Runway. He's like their fashion consultant. He's fabulous. Is he related to James and or Sean Gunn? No. What about Tommy? Shut up. <laughs> don't you ever bring up Rocky Five on this show again or I'll shut your mic off. <laughs> what's wrong with Rocky V? It's fine. <laughs> it doesn't exist. That's what's wrong with it. That's true. <laughs> it goes Rocky Four, then Rocky Balboa, then Creed, <laughs> and Creed Two. That's it. Creed Two? That's coming out, yeah. That's coming out. When's that coming out? Des- November, December? Either this year or next. Soon. Oh. Yeah. Wouldn't Creed Two just be Nickelback? Shut up. Can I turn his mic off? Yes. <laughs> There is going to be a murder on the air. <laughs> oh, guys, come on. We're all friends here. Hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. JK. All right, on the nose. A little bit of citrus. I, I, I get a bit of citrus, actually. Get the citrus. I'm just going to drink it. Send it. It's definitely an IPA. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly not getting much of the blood orange. Really? Yeah. See, I'm getting a lot of orange flavor in this. I'm really not. I'm getting a good amount of orange flavor. It's not overpowering, but it's not not there. Right. Maybe that's my issue is I was kind of bracing for a lot of orange. You wanted the orange just to smack you in the face. A little bit. Little but bit. It, it's not. Because I, I guess I'm used to their uh, Heller High Watermelon. Right. Which is a very distinct watermelon taste. Yeah. I was kind of yeah. expecting that level. Okay. And it was not. But if this is a, you know, in addition to their normal IPA recipe, I could understand why. Right. Yeah, it's just taking the original Brew Free or Die IPA and then adding blood oranges to mm-hmm. it. Right. Yeah, I like it a bunch. It's really refreshing. It's uh, it's light. It's, yeah, it's a good beer. Mm-hmm. This is enjoyable. It's tasty. It's not too bitter for me, at least, because, like, I know a l- I think we've had a blood orange beer on in the past. I believe so. Might have been the Flying Dog one. That's what I'm thinking as well. And I think that one came out just a little bit too bitter for us. Mm -hmm. Well, at least for me. And if it was too bitter for you, that was definitely too bitter for me. Yeah, that's why I said (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think it came out too bitter for me. But this one is completely different. It's very refreshing, very smooth. A little bit bitter just because of the hops and the blood orange being in there. But But I can appreciate that because it is still an IPA. Yeah. So that's kind of what it's supposed to be. I, I like that they try to accentuate the IPA-ness rather than try to cover it up and make it a lie IPA. Right. Uh, Hop Nation exclusive term. Trademark, trademark. But yeah, I, I enjoy it. Adam, you seem to be okay with it. Exactly. I am okay with it for the style. <laughs> you knew it was coming. Yeah. I knew it was coming. I did it anyways. <laughs> I telegraphed it. <laughs> <laughs> Death, taxes, Roman reigns, winning, and Adam enjoying it for the style. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Bask in the glory that is. So yeah, there you go. Okay, Kelsey, thoughts? I like it. Okay, it's it's delicious. All right. Well, moving on. Okay, that was easy. <laughs> yeah, that was an easy sell on Twenty First Amendment there. Well, before we get into the murders and misgivings of other people. I think we can do a little news and notes, yes. still keeping within the craft beer world. Mm-hmm. Is anybody like to go first? I don't have any news or notes. I'm just here to learn tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well executed. Thank you. Uh, I do have a, a quick follow-up from last week. Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I told you to have one. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> I would be a bit disappointed. <laughs> so, uh, Picklesburg. Yeah. 2018. Right. Everybody knows it. Everybody loves it. All the pickles, right? All the pickles. And the pickle juice. 
The pickle juice. I mean, the there sauce. was. In the sauce. Where's that from? Dan Cook. Oh. Back when people like Dan Cook. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm not in college anymore, so I don't pay attention. That's fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I appreciate your reference, Steve. Sufi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, continue with your story. I don't uh, mean to interrupt this irrelevant Here we are. <laughs> Thought he was the Burger King. <laughs> so, uh, was able to attend on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Uh, for approximately half an hour. Oh, okay. Oh. Because it was way too crowded. Oh, no. The bridge, obviously everybody knows that they hold it on the Roberto Clemente Bridge, uh, mm-hmm. right outside of PNC Park. Yes. It is way too crowded. And they need to update their venue. My suggestion, Heinz Field. <laughs> Anywhere. I'm pretty sure somebody's got an in there. Anywhere else, really. Right. I, we got down there, I don't know, 12, 31 o'clock, and the place was already jammed. Just obnoxiously jammed. Now, it was well set Tickled. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you find yourself in a pickle? <laughs> You're really relishing this, aren't you? I am. Hey, jokes are my bread and butter. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna slice you. Hey, back to the murder. <laughs> Are you a big deal or something? <sighs> kind of a big deal, <laughs> but yes, it, it was well organized. Uh, everything was where everybody would expect it to be. It was easy to get to and everything. But once you were there, there just wasn't enough room on the bridge. It has become too popular to be on the bridge. It needs to go somewhere else. It needs to go out onto the streets. They need to close down an extra block or something like that. To go from one side of the bridge to the other, normally, at a normal pace, takes you, what, five minutes to walk across it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. At least half an hour to get across the bridge. Oh. And that was with the laser focus of getting to the other side. <laughs> That's just with the intent of trying to get somewhere. Right. <laughs> they did not start serving all the alcohol until 4.30 in the afternoon. Uh, what? Which I kind of get. Yeah. But I don't completely get it at the same time. Yeah, actually, I kind of don't get that, because usually you would just want to cut it off early. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was very interesting. Uh, did see a couple of interesting things. There was the uh, the pickle margarita. Mm-hmm. Saw that. There was a hot dog in a pickle. Okay. Go on. It was a giant pickle. Yes. Hollowed out hot dog in the center. Yeah, that makes I'm sense. I'm into that. It was it was a massive pickle. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't have an actual joke. I just no. want to laugh just at gonna, it. Just going to giggle at yeah. massive pickle. Yeah. No, I'm just giggling at the thought of, you know, hey, everybody's doing hot docking, I guess. <laughs> Why don't they call it that? Why don't they call it a hot dock? You know, <laughs> trying to talk about a nice family-friendly event here. Fun On the for, wrong show for that, bud. <laughs> fun for all ages. And you got to come in here and muck it all up. <laughs> Back to your story, Adam. <laughs> Tell me more about. So, well, I mean, I just kind of wanted to get to the point, to the, to the meat. You said you weren't there that long, and then you said it wasn't the alcohol wasn't served, so you weren't able to actually get a hold of any. Correct. Okay. Correct. And even if I decided to, the line to get to any sort of alcohol was obnoxious. Okay. Because they had a pickle beer, right? They had three. Oh, okay. One from Great Lakes, one uh-huh. from Southern Tier, and okay. one from Doc G's out of Dubois. Oh, okay. Or Dubois, if you're French. Dubois. Dubois. So, all in all, uh, I'm sure it was enjoyable, just not for us. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> we, we made it to the other side of the bridge and said, eh, screw it, let's go get lunch somewhere else. Okay. And split. See, at that point, you should have went to Southern Tier. 
And you might have been able to get the pickle goza on tap. Maybe. <laughs> but we didn't. Yeah, well. We didn't. Okay. I'm sorry that was a bust for you. It was asses to elbows. Mm. Maybe next year. That's a shame. I need to show up at like 10 in the morning. Or maybe for it in the afternoon. Maybe, but <laughs> maybe that way alcohol will actually be yeah. available to you. <laughs> what if you showed up later? Because I'm sure it was like a lot of families and. Well, I hope by this time next year that the podcast is taken off to the point where we are a. We just get a booth. Yeah, we, we get are a, booth. a feature. I'm into that. Yeah, you're in. Press pass. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. It was a bust. Well, I think I might have some good news for you, Adam. All right. You you might enjoy this. You're a fan of the Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay, yes. For sake of the story, yes. <laughs> the B-dubs, if you will. Oh, the three people at the table. <laughs> I just had to pick one. <laughs> all right, that's fair. You were chosen. I think you've been to Buffalo Wild Wings more than I have. That's so, all that is. So more than three times? Right. <laughs> I think that's it. But Buffalo Wild Wings is rolling out something new. Okay. And what it is, is they're changing the way you get beer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there is a pilot program in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, we, yeah. We talked about them a bunch last week, and now we're going to talk yeah. about Minnesota again this week. Don't you know? Don't you know? Uh, but they get one of the very first uh, <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wing Expresses. An express. A Buffalo right. Wild Wing Express, yeah. What's all that about? So a Buffalo Wild Wing Express is where they're eliminating jobs <laughs> through automation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the march of automation. <laughs> They're allowing people to come in, order their wings, mm -hmm. and then there is going to be a sauce wall. And the sauce wall is going to allow you to dispense more sauce onto your wings. And then there is a beer wall. Ah, see, so yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah. So the beer Actually, I can get in front of that. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you can get behind it, too. You need to steal a keg. There you go. <laughs> Smart. Uh, but the beer, the beer taps are going to essentially work I believe they're going to work the way the Barrel Republic worked. Okay. Yeah, I've talked about the Barrel Republic way, way long time ago on this show. Mm -hmm. But when I was in San Diego, I stopped at a bar, and it's called the Barrel Republic, and they basically just give you an RFID chip wristband, mm -hmm. and you can go up to any tap you want, and you can pour as much or as little as you want of a beer. And you can either do, like, a big taster flight, of all the tasks that they're there or you can you know just have one or two however you want to do your life okay but yeah it, that's the way buffalo wild wings is trying to integrate a new tap service interesting and they're gonna have like 20 taps well currently the system they have in place in minneapolis it has 20 taps and it works just that same way you pick out your glassware and then you fill up your glass so are they eliminating the bar completely or yeah that, that they're kind of that's why it's called an express like it's just get your food and then get your beer and then go sit down they should just rename it do it your own damn self right well that's <laughs> any <laughs> that is the underpinnings of any time somebody renames something express yeah <laughs> do it yourself <laughs> don't bother other people <laughs> <laughs> Don't bother us. We're firing people. That's right. Don't bother us. We're getting rid of people over here. But the one thing I found interesting, it, it didn't sound good to me at first mm -hmm. because I was just thinking about the Buffalo Wild Wings that we have that's close to us. Yeah. Which their tap selection is basically fatheads, mm -hmm. then dog shit and go fuck your mother. I don't think I've heard those two breweries. They're not great. They must be from Ohio. <laughs> yeah. They're not great. Snip snap. Minneapolis, though, actually has a lot of craft beers. <laughs> 
it there, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. Oh, okay. Appar- appar- uh, from the thing I was reading on the Thrillist, mm-hmm. that's where this is coming from. Okay. The the VP of executive marketing or what the fudge ever, mm-hmm. uh, he was just saying, like, we only carry a couple brands that have to be on tap. Aha. Just a couple of the macro brands have to be on tap. Oh. Yeah. So it's down to, like here in Pittsburgh, it's their fault. Yeah, it's their fault. They can change it up if they want to. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this, that's another thing that led me to want to talk about this is because, like, Buffalo Wild Wings can actually change their things up. They don't have to just put all this dog shit on. I feel like we had to go down there and have a stern talking to with the manager. <laughs> I learned from your <laughs> VP. So I was reading an article where your VP states that... <laughs> you don't have to have all this shit on. <laughs> you only have to have the following beers on draft, but you can fill it with whatever else you want. Why aren't you? No, why aren't you? Why? Do you have a response to that? Like, you would think, though, like, a company like that, especially if that kind of, I don't know if it's policy or whatever, but if that's an option, wouldn't you want to support at least maybe, like, one local brewery? Right. At least, yeah. like... Well, like I said, we have fatheads. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, and it's even worse considering that the Buffalo Wild Wings closest to us is, like, next to a place called Industry Public House. Yes. Which has 70 taps, and it's full of well, all kinds of craft beer and full of locals and full yeah. of, you know. Right. And it's delicious. Yeah. And, and how many local breweries are there to that Buffalo Wild Wings? Yeah. You know, within yeah. a 10 miles oh, radius. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Dozens. Yeah, I, I was literally di- dozens. <laughs> dozens. <laughs> I was disappointed in reading that, you know, that Minneapolis Buffalo Wild Wings has six-point resin on tap. What? Yeah. And now it's on the get it yourself. <laughs> I mean, that's not a beer for me. I'm right. just impressed. Right. You're just impressed. Like, it, it's a New York beer reaching all the way out there. Yeah. You know, and it's on tap at that Buffalo Wild Wings. They also had, like, uh, Fair State Brewing Co-op that we talked about last week with the summer camp. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. They had, like, that was on tap. They had a bunch of other stuff. Man. Like, surly. So. I need to go down to my local Buffalo Wild Wings. Tell them, A, you want the express, serve yourself. <laughs> I just want to be able to mix sauces. You can do that, too. They also had um, they also had uh, margaritas and um, uh, something called Buffalo Zoo, mm. which is... is, that, is Jungle that, juice? That's what I was thinking. Exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. We're all on the same page yeah, yeah. here. Yeah, they had, they had both of those on tap as well oh. for, uh, you know, serve it yourself. Do they have wine on tap? For those people who order wine up, they might beat ups. I, I I I imagine eventually they'll figure out to do that mm-hmm. because like when I was at Barrel Republic, they had like three wine taps. So hmm. this is really weird, but I kind of want to praise Buffalo Wild Wings right now. Yeah, right. It's weird. <laughs> like you're doing good. Not more than five years ago, they had a Doritos <laughs> Doritos Mountain Dew <laughs> flavor. <laughs> But now they're like progressing and like started at the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah. <laughs> we just have to get it to the point that if this comes to Pittsburgh, that it's not like yingling. <laughs> right. And line and kugel on the taps. But yeah, that, that's my news story in the world of beer. Right on. And I hope I hope actually more places kind of grab that system. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I can support that. I don't want it to be widespread. No. But uh, if there are... I still like being served sometimes. True. (laughs) But like if there's like one. I'm good with that. I think that's just because I keep pushing for a barrel republic to come out here. That's all I want. (laughs) There's something like that in Charlottesville, Virginia. Like in their downtown mall area. That's not Pittsburgh, goddammit. It's closer. (laughs) It's closer. It's closer. It's within a day's drive. It's good. It's good. I like it. And if I'm ever in Charlottesville... If I'm ever down there, wherever you said. Charlottesville, Virginia. <laughs> exactly. You're welcome. <laughs> then I'll, uh, you know, I'll check it out. Yeah, to pop in. Yeah. Dude, they will pop in. Maybe Huffs can change themselves around. I don't know. I like Huffs. Uh, yeah, I know. They have, like, they have a good tap selection. Why not just change it to? Yeah, they have yeah. a great tap selection. Yeah. Oh. So, back to this beer. The Blood Orange Brew Free or Die IPA. Yes. By 21st Amendment. That's right. Yeah. Uh, what are they in San Francisco? They're in the what is that? The Golden Bear State? No. What is? They're it? in California. Yes. What's the nickname of California? Is it the Golden State? Yeah, the Golden yeah. State. Like the uh, Golden State, State Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, yeah. I, I got it now. Were you thinking of the Bear Republic? Yeah. Possibly. Were you thinking that's that like that a Fallout a- thing? What the hell? <laughs> you don't even play Fallout. <laughs> Are you thinking because there's a bear on their state flag? Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> Listen, I've been drinking this entire podcast, so. Oh, he We are in segment one, Adam. Hey, Adam. Maybe we need to slow down a little bit here. Anyways. Yeah, I I like this beer. That's all. I, I don't, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't have much for it. It's a good beer. I'm digging it. Yeah, I, I'm waiting to compare it to others. Huh? Otherwise, this is just a really good beer, especially for the summer. Drink I, it. I would have no problem handing this beer over to you, too. I'm not going to drink it. Not my bag. Yeah, that's fine. So... But I would be more than willing to buy it for you guys. Oh, nice. Thank you. Thank you. That's so nice of you. Thoughtful. Yeah, not right now, but... <laughs> Real kind. Yeah. Here to help. Final thoughts, Kelsey? You know, it's interesting because the original Brew Free or Die IPA, I go back and forth on. Like, sometimes I'm into it, sometimes I'm not. But, like, I'm into this way more than the original. Maybe because it does have that little fruity flair to it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I... Th- think I'm missing because maybe it's like a little too bitter on my palate sometimes I could easily see myself drinking more than one of these which on the original I feel like I'm at a one one and done that's fair that makes sense okay yeah all right so we have a strong contender from 21st amendment right out of the gate hooray which is good (laughs) (laughs) considering last week (laughs) yeah yeah let's not get into that conversation no no we're done bashing them with that we can move on from segment one and we'll move on to segment two and actually get into the murder. More murder. Or was it murder? Or was it? We'll find out. Maybe. Next on Hom Nation USA. Check this out. There's a Seattle company called Devore that enables discovery of new and exciting beers and breweries. Devore gets the best independent beer from literally around the world. Denmark, New Zealand, Belgium, and of course, everywhere in the US. The app is incredibly simple to use to get some ridiculously good beers delivered right to your door. And right now, anyone who signs up with the code HOPNATION can save $10 off their order of over $25. That's T-A-V-O-U-R.com, Tavor. And we're back to the Hop Nation USA podcast. That was so nice. Thank you. That, 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 that you bring a nice element to the show that us two grease balls <laughs> don't. Before we get into the murder. 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 <laughs> I'm just, just so no. off-putting that. <laughs> just... 
should I waggle a cigar while I say that? No, no you shouldn't. No, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> That's a different show. <laughs> Inside the humidor. Oh, yeah. On mcatv.org. There's a dash in there, too. Sure. Okay, let's get back to this. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Second beer. We're talking murder beers. Yes. We're talking blood. Specifically. Orange beers. Blood orange beers. Blood orange. Uh, this one is much more uh, my taste. This is the Ellicottville Brewing Company Blood Orange Hefeweizen. 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 So this is actually a very international beer. Okay. I'll, I'll give you some, some quick hits on this. Okay. Uh, number one, 4.6% ABV. So a little bit lower than what we had with the uh, 21st Amendment. Right. 15 IBUs. Okay. That's okay. in my wheelhouse. Sure. <laughs> Which, and that makes sense for a halfy. But where, uh, where we're getting into the international side of things, the recipe uses German wheat, mm-hmm. English hops, mm-hmm. uh, Canadian barley malt, okay, and Midwest wheat. I assume that's the United States Midwest. Midwest. Rather than the Midwest, Midwest, the Midwest. When whenever they they pick the wheat, they just stick them in their belts. <laughs> I don't I don't think it's a Saudi Arabian Midwest. <laughs> so yeah, we'll go with that. And to uh, take care of the blood orange, they use Napa Valley blood oranges. That I know is from the U.S. of A. Yes. Yes. Yeah. For now. <laughs> well, until they split. Right. Right. Yeah. Until they secede. But yes. I mean, like. Quebec of the West. The Quebec of the West. <laughs> Quebec. They don't have poutine, though. They only have avocado stuff. It's artisan poutine in that. <laughs> in that. <laughs> they have whole grain hearth-baked bread with a locally grown avocado spread. See? That's how you do it. You don't. You definitely don't end it with in that. Sprinkled <laughs> with artisanal salt. Sea salt. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it pink? Could be. Pink Himalayan sea salt. Yeah. 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 Over 10,000 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And that. And that. <laughs> All right. I'm going to crack this beer open. Please do. Ruined it. So looking at the beer, it looks like the last beer. Neat. <laughs> I think it's lighter than the last beer. I think you're right. Okay. Maybe. It's a little bit cloudier too. A little bit cloudier. A little bit. Uh, it does have that nice, white, fluffy, have a eyes and head. Yes. That, that, that is the one big difference I noticed. That everybody knows, loves, and enjoys. The heavy head. And on the nose, definitely bloody orange. Bloody orangey. I get I get less citrus on this one than I did the IPA. Yes, but uh, I believe it is complemented well with the wheat of the heavy. Yeah, I get the wheat and clove a bit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't smell as orangey as the last one. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, this one has a bit to live up to, I'll say that, because you said it's 4.6. Mm-hmm. So that means it should be a sessionable ale. Mm-hmm. And... The fact that it's not a heavy IPA should mean, like, it's not it's supposed to be bitter or anything. What the hell's an IBA? I said IPA. Mm, it, I heard I, IBA. Get your headphones fixed. I heard IPA. <laughs> I did not. Okay. <laughs> uh, it should be more refreshing. Yes. So uh, hopefully it's at least as refreshing as the last one. But if it's not refreshing, it's going to be in trouble. Okay. Well, there, I guess there's only one way to find out. Let's drink mm-hmm. this. Yuck. Really? No. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I find this light and refreshing. I find it light, for sure. Yeah, actually, I, I I like it, but I don't like it as much. Okay. It's not a yuck, though, but... No, it is not a yuck. I don't think I've ever had a yuck beer from Ellicottville. It has, it has like, the uh, like a weedy, malty aftertaste. It does. And I, that holds it back from being refreshing for me. That's fair. I, I don't mind it. Okay. I don't mind it at all. It's not hoppy. It's not overly bitter in any way. 
Now I, I will give it as a as a counterpoint. They call it a Hefeweizen. Right. I always expect it to have a, a fuller mouthfeel. You know, it's gonna have that weedy, malty taste to it. It doesn't quite live up to that the way other Hefeweizens it's do. It's a little that I've thin. Had. Yeah. It's yeah. a little thin. That's a much more succinct way of putting it. Yes. It's a little thin. <laughs> it's a little thin. It's yeah. a little thin. It's a little thin on everything. Mm-hmm. It's a little thin on that Hefeweizen mouth, the orange flavor. So it, 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 they kind of went light. Yeah. yeah. On everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- yeah, I think they should have maybe used a lot more orange in it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Just because, I, I mean, I don't get that much. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get that much of the orange, and then it just becomes kind of a weak heffy then. True. Because it, it doesn't stand out with, like, any kind of clove or banana flavor either. Right. And no. you have to rely on that blood orange. And if yeah. there isn't enough, right. yeah. well, what the hell are you doing? But at least the orange and that banana flavor aren't clashing. In the mouth. That is actually a very good point. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't clash. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I don't really want a fruit salad <laughs> on the palate. <laughs> That's not what you signed up for. No. All right. Well, we can put this off to the side for a little bit. I don't know. I don't hate it. I'm not super impressed. I guess. It might just get lost in the in the fog. Yeah. And it's time to move on to murder. Ah, yes. The murder part of the murder cast. <laughs> Neat. 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 So, Adam, how do you feel about murder <laughs> podcasting or murder, like, in general? True crime. How do you feel about true crime docuseries? No, I can get behind that. Yeah. I actually can. So, okay. uh, just to set it up real quick, we're going to talk about the scare. The scare case? Yeah, the scare case. Yeah. God <laughs> the damn it. Scary door. God damn it. The scare case. It's going to be that's the uh, Bloomhouse remake <laughs> <laughs> of the staircase. That's what we're talking about. But. Everybody at the table has a little bit of uh, interest in murder. Uh, I mean, at one point or uh, another. You yeah. know, Adam, you have you have not watched The Staircase. I have not. But you do listen to last podcast on the left. So, have, so yes. you at least have that background. Mm-hmm. You're not completely disinterested from what we're about Correct. to talk about. I, I, what, I, what I enjoy is a well-crafted story yeah. yes. or a well-crafted retelling of events. Okay. And so last podcast on the left definitely does that. I assume it is in a similar vein where it is a well documented series kind of thing. Yes. yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, well, I have my criticisms, and I am assuming by Kelsey's reaction, she might have hers. <laughs> but for those who don't know, The Staircase is a docuseries that it's on Netflix right now, and it's a 13 part series. All 13 parts are at least an, uh, about an hour long. <laughs> so this is a so long. In. Okay. Th- that's my very first criticism. This is very long. <laughs> buckle so, in. So what are they covering? And don't just say murder. Murder. <laughs> or a possible murder. Possible murder. Possible. Oh, boy. So <laughs> Speculation time. <laughs> yeah. May or may not be murder. <laughs> so uh, the docuseries follows Michael Peterson, who was a Vietnam vet. And he became a Vietnam uh, like writer, kind of kind of like a uh, Tom Clancy, mm-hmm. okay. but he actually served. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hot takes on Con- Clancy. Get him. <laughs> Chime in now. <laughs> but he he had a he has a very interesting past, and it follows his past. The Ducky series it mm-hmm. gets into it because it becomes part of the case. But the case itself is about the possible murder of his wife, Kathleen. <laughs> Depending on who you talk to, the prosecution or the defendant, she fell or was pushed down a staircase or she was beaten at the foot of a staircase. Oh, okay. Or? Or an owl attacker. 
I'm we'll, sorry. We'll I'll, say, I'll say it with a straight face. <laughs> or an owl attacks her. What? We'll get there. We'll get into that. That's All right, this is getting a little wonky donkey here. Exactly. That. Yeah, it's a bit wonky donkey. <laughs> Just to go with a normal thread for the beginning. Yes, okay, yeah. Yes. Let's, let's ease into this pool. Yeah, it actually starts at a pool. It does. <laughs> Wait, How really? About, how'd you know that? How did you know? I did not know Funny that. Funny you should say that, Adam. <laughs> let's start at the beginning. <laughs> so it's it, the whole story starts uh, just one night with Michael and Kathleen by themselves mm-hmm. in their giant house. Like he's a giant fam- yeah. house. <laughs> okay. He's obviously a well-paid writer. Gotcha. Wasn't she like really high up in some company too yeah she also had money so yeah doctor lawyer right (laughs) doctor lawyer astronaut (laughs) ceo and uh it starts basically they're having a night to themselves they're having dinner and they're enjoying some wine Mm -hmm. and they go down to their pool which is away from their house Mm -hmm. and eventually you know she leaves to go back into the house to just go to bed and he said he stayed outside just to play with the dogs by the pool at some point between that time of her leaving the pool and trying to go upstairs, she fell, quote, quote, <laughs> down the stairs and bled out. Okay. So she it wasn't a fall in which she broke her neck or anything like that. She fell and... Smacked her head off the uh, corner of the staircase and continued to tumble down, and he found her. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. What that gets into, though, and why he's eventually charged with murder is because it doesn't seem consistent with the injuries that somebody would sustain, according to the police. Okay, all right. Yeah. So where where was this taking place at? I assume this is in the United States. Yes, Durham, yeah, North Carolina. Durham, Durham, North Carolina. North Carolina. Ah, okay, they're yeah. in a triangle. All right. It's very interesting the way the prosecution presents their case. Very. <laughs> How so? Incompetently is how so. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, are are we talking OJ prosecution incompetent? Or? I would say worse. Okay, I would All say right. worse. I was, I, if that's <laughs> that's the baseline I'm going to use. Okay, we're yeah. good. I I know where you're heading with. I, this. I I can't remember the OJ case that well, but I'm pretty sure nobody was later convicted of evidence tampering. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that, this is where that story goes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. To get so to get to that point, they had to bring in a bunch of different blood experts and everything. Mm-hmm. And there was one particular one by the name of Agent Deaver. It's a and, badass name. Yeah, it's a badass name, but the guy does not fit. Ah. <laughs> he he looks like Pierre Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Kelsey, did you make it this far to Agent Deaver and his? Misdealings. I did not physically watch this, but I did a lot of cram reading mm. on theories and the people of this. So unfortunately, I didn't make it this far in the viewing, okay. but on like the whole story in general and the theories being presented by both sides, I am well versed in. So in terms okay. of story continuity, I'm going to let you keep going. Okay. So I'll I, hop in when I have notes. I, <laughs> I guess I should ask this. Uh, will there be spoilers? Yeah, yeah, I think we're gonna. Yeah, I think okay. at this spoiler point, alert. Okay, think at this point we're gonna get go spoilers. So okay, that's what I just need to know. But is it really spoilers yeah. when you know the case? Well, you can look up how the case. This. Right. Okay. You could have heard it in the news. Right. Uh, or on Dateline. Or, on, or Dateline. on Investigative Discovery. Or on My Favorite Murder. Or on Crime Town. <laughs> or. <laughs> so you're saying Stone Phillips could have been involved in this? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. It could have, could have been at some point. Forty-eight hours. Yes, this has been covered and covered yeah. and covered again. Okay. All right. 
it's, it is very interesting the way that she died, and it's hard to decipher whether or not he did it. Gotcha. Personally, yeah. I'm of the mind that he didn't. It just doesn't. I don't know. He just him as a suspect doesn't reach out, and the way the prosecution was so incompetent, it's just yeah. <laughs> gotcha. It leaves you with reasonable doubt. Yeah. It, yeah. Exactly. And that's and that's the biggest sticking point. So to walk it back just quickly, real one second. Uh, the Staircase was actually a small miniseries that started on French TV. Okay. And it got subsequent parts added to it. Now that the, the story is finished, it's being presented as a big 13-part series. Okay. But it's actually almost like... Three. Yeah, three larger movies. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. And, like, so you could watch it that way on Netflix. So, like, you could watch the French portion of it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, episodes one through, like, six or something. Yeah, six or eight. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, an event happens. So it's, like, the investigation the trial the arrest the arrest the trial everything kind of in like this group okay and then we move into the second part which is like this group of items happen and then netflix comes in and Ah, they do like the last three or four to kind of bring the story full full circle because like another big event happened that caused them to kind of like revisit like oh shit we got to keep going with this right right because it does reach its conclusion so they finish it off gotcha okay all right so it does have a nice tidy conclusion to it well yes well it has a conclusion it has a conclusion okay all right yeah, I can walk away. Right, right. Okay, right. that's the important part. But you're going to have questions. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's, it's part two that when I started talking about Agent Deaver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So part two is when it's revealed that this agent was basically completely incompetent at his job. Yeah, he's like, I've done like hundreds and hundreds of these blood splatter analysis and it's like he's done 30. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> he, he was He was basically Dexter. Right. That, that was his job, and but he falsified a whole bunch of cases that he did. Mm-hmm. He falsified things that he worked on, mm-hmm. and the things that he did work on, he didn't do in a scientific manner. He just tried to recreate the end result. Okay, All rather right. than trying to, to figure out what caused the end result. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, so that that was what part two was, and then part three is basically coming back and just a wrap up. Yeah. Okay. Of there's a new twist on the way things and i guess since we already said uh spoilers Mm. the they decide because enough evidence has been tampered with and then more evidence winds up being tampered with because of uh another reason like uh, some of the original evidence is uh destroyed okay in like a move oh yeah and weren't they concerned at one point that the medical examiner had kind of been told to make the um, the autopsy favorable for the prosecution. Right. And there were like some weird shady notes going hmm. back and forth between the medical examiner and I don't know if it was one of the... I think it goes back to also the DA and the again DA. A- Agent yeah. Deaver. Yeah. Both oh, wow. Of them, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Both so, of them kind of told the ME yeah. when she was doing the autopsy to make it sound more favorable yeah. and what she did is she put in notes that are not an ME's distinction. Yeah. Okay. She said that the the wounds that were on Kathleen's head were caused by, I, like, murder. Right. Yeah. She said she was murdered. But you're not oh, supposed to say, say that. that. Right. No. You're supposed to just say she died from blood loss. Right. Or blood force trauma right. to the head. Yeah. Or, you have to leave, leave opinion out of it. Right, right. right. Gotcha. So that kind of came into it. So then, so the third part of this deals with, spoiler alert, the <laughs> fact that all of this evidence tampering all this like crazy stuff comes up so they're like 
all right, retrial. They they give him the opportunity for a retrial. Yeah. Okay. Which he initially, he didn't want initially, right? No, he totally wanted a oh, retrial. Oh, no, he did. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Like it, I said, I didn't make it that far viewing, <laughs> but I did a lot of reading. <laughs> so the, one of the biggest problems with, uh, and I, the thing is with the show, and I'll tell you why it became overlong for me, is because they bring up a certain plea deal. Okay. And it's called an Alfred plea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is an Alfred plea? I'll explain. Okay. So, we'll get there. <laughs> so an Alfred plea is when uh, a suspect is basically, uh, they consider themselves innocent, and the plea is, I understand that the state has enough evidence against me. To convict me. Yeah. And I don't have enough evidence to exonerate myself. Okay. But, but. I'm not saying I'm guilty. Okay. But I'm technically pleading guilty. So it goes on the books as they're guilty. That's a weird... It's a weird yeah, thing. it's a weird thing. And it, it, it doesn't come up too much, but it comes up in this case. And it also comes up in, uh, if you've ever seen the movie series, which is very similar to this, Paradise Lost. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is about the West Memphis Three. They also all wind up taking Alfred pleats as well. Spoiler alert for that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's also been resolved for a while. By taking this Alfred plea, he is able to plead down to a manslaughter charge. Mm-hmm. Okay. And because at this point he's already served eight years in jail, he's past the point of what a, a, a maximum okay. manslaughter charge is like and goes for 86 months or something yeah. is what, and he served like 93 or 94 or something, ah, like, something okay. in the 90s worth of months. So they're like, all right, well, time served. You're yeah, free, get out of here. Free to go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so That's it, really interesting. So it, was it even did it even get the trial, or they just said no, no, no you know he took the plea. He took we'll, the plea. we'll just plea it out and mm-hmm. then get out of here. So yeah. it, it, everybody ended up where they thought they should, but nobody admitted any wrongdoing. Exactly. Right. Except the only the only thing is just like now Michael Peterson has this felony charge on his record, mm-hmm. right? But, For something that he may or may not have done, right? Right. That's a gamble. Yeah, it's it's a real gamble, and and like that's that's what it comes down to is both sides had the gamble because Michael Peterson had already been convicted once. Mm-hmm. Do you really want to you know with the shady dealings? Yeah, right. Do you really want to try that again? On the prosecution side, they have all this tampered evidence. Right. <laughs> Can you convict again with all that? Right. Right. It's really fast. I think it could easily be ten episodes. Yeah, that that's the thing. Well. Like I said, for me, because I'd already watched the Paradise Lost series, yeah. as soon as you say Alfred Plea, I was like, oh, that's probably where it's going to end up. Yeah. A lot of people who have seen it, I read, was reading in articles that one of their big criticisms is how defense leaning it is because yeah. it is, you know, because they follow his defense team and him around, like from the moment he is arrested. Gotcha. Okay. Like so, that French film crew is right there. Okay. Because yeah. he, and he called them in. Yeah. Oh, he, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay, so this is this is a documentary? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is not a recreation similar no. to like no, no, the O.J. No. Simpson trial. No, 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 no. Oh. It's a documentary. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's following him for, you know, the many... Years. Yeah, for years, really. Because this trial took, like, what, two years or something? It took an absurd yeah. amount of time. It's like the longest trial in North Carolina's history. When did this happen? 2001. Oh, okay. And he was convicted 2003? Yeah, he was convicted 2003. The death occurred in 2001. 2001. Okay, all right. December 2001? Okay, all right. Yeah, I was under the understanding it was sort of a recreation kind of thing. No, no, no. No. Ah, no, okay. that, that that's why it's also in these three parts, because, you know, it's real time yeah. mm-hmm. of like, oh, we have this movie done. 
oh, hey, new stuff popped up in 2010. Gotcha. Let's talk about that. Yeah. New stuff popped up in 2017. Mm-hmm. Let's right. go to that. So a plastic John Travolta is not involved. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, I mean, like, obviously it's the – there's the one camp. Okay, no, he didn't do it. Like, she legitimately fell down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Hit her head. Yeah. Bled out. That's just how she ended up. Theory two, he murdered her. Mm-hmm. You know, blunt force trauma, but then – there was what the fire poker so the it was centered around this thing called a blow poke i'm sure you know what it is adam your play with fires (laughs) indoors you have a fireplace i for those that don't know in the audience what is a blow poke (laughs) it's just like you know a way to clear the few yeah Oh, okay. Yeah, you poke the logs and you clean mm-hmm. the flue and everything like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, apparently it was a part of like a gift set mm-hmm. given to her by Kathleen's sister. sister. All right. And they were the whole time the uh, the cops or well, the M.E. Mm-hmm. was saying that the blow poke was the murder weapon used because she was saying it was big enough to caused the lacerations on her head but, but not, not heavy enough to actually crack the skull right uh-huh. okay yeah because that, that was one of the big things is like her she didn't have any of the brain trauma or skull fractures that you would consider with a beating gotcha but she had all the blood <laughs> but there was all the blood <laughs> all the blood and like the way she was positioned at the bottom of the stairs and like the blood pattern coming down mm-hmm. people are like there is no way gotcha yeah no way so centered around this this poke blow poke what, yeah blow anyway, poke <laughs> yeah this fireplace tool which the police were like it's not in the house we can't find it where did you hide it mm-hmm. meanwhile <laughs> they overlooked it in their initial sweep of the house and found it in the garage covered in dust had not been moved in years <laughs> actually it's worse than that oh yeah you didn't you uh, yeah they so michael peterson he finds the blow poke you know in the garage and this yeah. is during the trial and everything what had actually happened and this comes out in part three is that the police had found it oh i didn't get there oh, yeah shit. yeah yeah you didn't get there yeah. oh i didn't get there yet. okay yeah, yeah. the police actually had found it in their initial sweep took it outside and took photographs with it but because there was no blood evidence on it oh uh, shit they just put it back in the garage and that's why nobody in the peterson family could find it uh, and that's why nobody could find it because the police had moved it oh shit <laughs> Yeah, that's negligence, right? And yeah. so, and that's, that's straight up negligence. And that's again part of the evidence that got thrown out is because eventually, towards the end of the first trial, they did find the blowpoke, mm-hmm. and they found it, like Kelsey said, covered in cobwebs and spiders and stuff, right? And not blood evidence. So mm-hmm. you know, right? Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. But there's been something nagging at me the whole time. Okay, Kelsey, you said something very interesting, and it was three innocent little letters. Ow. Where the hell does this owl come so this, from? This is this is owl theory. <laughs> this is all post uh, post show, yeah. and I'll let Kelsey explain this one, but okay. it is fantastic. So, the owl theory is that Kathleen, in walking back from the pool to the house, was attacked by an owl, either walking into the house or the owl was in the house and scared the crap out of her, and that's why she fell down the stairs. Now, you're... <laughs> I see the look on your face right now. I feel a little weird talking about this. But Just embrace it. That's what I'm yeah. going to do. Lean so, into it. This theory stems from the fact that they found an owl feather 
Okay. At the crime scene, a tiny little owl feather. Okay. Also, there was apparently a drop of Kathleen's blood found outside leading into the door. Oh, okay. So it kind of, and I guess the lacerations on her head were consistent with that of talons of a bird of prey. What? Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense because it wouldn't cause the skull fractures right. or anything right. like that. It, it, when you hear it, when you first hear it, it's like, that is ridiculous. It's like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> but- and so I guess there were some other, like some cedar needles and this owl feather and like something else kind of either around Kathleen or she was holding it. That I wasn't, Yeah. I didn't get the full jive on again i was speed reading yeah they, like they, i caught up on this the, the article i read about it didn't mention any cedar yeah, okay I, I only saw that she had like a little owl feather in her hand yeah and so then she, the, it was the, in her hand yeah so people so that theory came out later and it's not uncommon for owls i guess to attack right no and right. they're not uncommon to the area either, exactly so. so you know with it being late some wine involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, either that owl attacked her going to the house and like really kind of like mauled her up, which would make sense why she maybe like collapsed at the bottom of the stairs because she couldn't make it up. Because right. of her injuries. Oh, she, yeah, she's drunk and bleeding. Right, drunk and bleeding. <laughs> That's not an easy or thing to come back drunk from. Drunk bleeding, maybe made it part way up the stairs, fell back down, like who knows? Right. Or, you know, the owl was in the house and startled her and like attacked her. Right. And, like, that's why. That's got some legs to it. It's crazy. It's just crazy it's enough just to work. It's crazy right. enough to work. Uh, do more reading on it. It's definitely out there. I think you can find it on Reddit. There's probably yeah. a whole subreddit about it. I'm sure. <laughs> so is he, he is a now considered a free man. He is yes. yeah, he's living a, in North Carolina still, I assume. Probably, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah he's, yeah, he's a free man now. Yeah. Came out a bit tainted from that. Uh, you yeah. can imagine so. Uh, part of, like, the, the original trial, they brought up the fact that and it was it was a weird thing, mm-hmm. but he was living in Germany for a time as he was you know part of the army. Right, or he was a marine really. But as being a marine living in Germany, he yeah. had a wife and some other kids. Was and she the, a wife or just a lady friend? No, he uh, Patty was his wife. Okay, Patty was his yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah. He had he had because he had his two sons with Patty. Oh, that's right. That's so right. He, had, he had a completely separate family in Germany. Well, this was before you met Kathleen. Oh, 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 yeah, oh yeah, yeah. okay, all right. Yeah, so he had a wife named Patty, and they had two sons together. Okay. And then they had friends who were uh, neighbors, because Patty and the other woman were teachers together in Germany. Okay. And I also believe the, the husband was a Marine as well. Ooh, I'm think, not positive on I think that. He, I think uh, Michael and the other guy were friends. But the, the other guy, he died, and then the woman, who was friends with his wife, also died and she fell down the stairs. Oh, okay. So they brought that up in the original trial, oh. trying to make it sound like he's some sort of staircase killer. Oh, jeez. <laughs> right, because a lot of people were theorizing that she had a brain hemorrhage, and mm-hmm. the way that she fell and kind of, like, down the stairs with this hemorrhage and, like, hit her head and everything, people were theorizing that he got the idea to kill Kathleen based on this Germany incident. Oh. Yeah. And, like, stage it that way. Okay. And then people are like, oh, well, he definitely murdered her then, too. Like, so oh, they geez. brought this into right. evidence. Yeah. And oh, because, boy. like, you know, they re-examined the body, they exhumed the body. Holy and, shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
and like, oh, wow. And like a new witness stepped forward. And then a lot of people were also saying that he and Kathleen had gotten into a huge argument, which is why he, you know, hit her because she found out that he was having an extramarital affair uh-huh. with a dude. Wait, what? Yes. Yeah. He came out as a bisexual, but he was like, huh. no, Kathleen was cool with it. We have an open marriage. Like, she knew everything. And the kids seemed to be like, there was nothing wrong with the two of them. Huh. So, but people were like, oh, she was enraged by his lifestyle and couldn't believe that he was cheating on her. And, and yeah. I think, and I think that's kind of bullshit, is I don't know whether or not, you know, obviously they, if she knew mm-hmm. his defense against that was, it's not just an affair. Like it's not, it's nothing emotional. Right. He just liked the boo dudes. So that's, he just went off and did that with escorts. Right. Like that's his thing. Got his but, rocks off and went back to his wife. Exactly. Right. It was one of Kathleen's sisters that projected kind of like, she was, she seemed like a real homophobe to me. <laughs> she really did. She okay. came off as like a real homophobe and she projected this, uh, any kind of extramarital thing is like, oh, you're being, you know, some, you can't be trusted anymore. And right. nah, nah, nah. she had that real sanctity of marriage thing about her. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I think, and her sisters are like, they're, they're some of the most hysterical in the old world sense. Okay. Of like they're they're just constantly emotional and screaming at the top of their lungs that Michael's a murderer and everything. And I think it's partially because like I think they might be homophobes. Gotcha. And I think most of North Carolina was homophobes as well. <laughs> That's kind of an easy <laughs> Okay. All right. Fair enough. But yeah, they just yeah. they projected this, you know, this sinister image. Yeah. Yeah, they, they projected this sinister image that because he enjoyed having sex with guys, he's a murderer. He's also a murderer, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. extrapolated right. way too far. Yeah, they yeah. went too far. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Interesting. It was a good good story. I want to finish watching it, even though I've, like, you know, obviously done all of my research yeah. post it. <laughs> but I want to finish watching it. Like, I want to see, especially, you know, getting towards the end, like you had mentioned. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to see how this wraps up. Get, so. Getting into the Deaver stuff is yeah, so, like, it's satisfying in a way, just yeah. because, like, when you're watching it originally, mm-hmm. Deaver is such a fuckhead. Like, <laughs> even as a layman, I'm like, that's not right. You can't do that. <laughs> that's not right. Yeah. So I want to get into that. I want to make it to the end. Um, you know, definitely going to watch it when I can. Yeah. I would recommend it. It's a super interesting story. Um, you know, Netflix is great. They have a ton of these true crime docu-series on there right now. I mean, okay. <laughs> if you're not into this, though, <laughs> can I suggest? <laughs> can I suggest? American Vandal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is that? <laughs> it is a mockumentary style. Yes. Ah, okay. True crime. About a kid who may or may not have drawn a bunch of dicks on cars <laughs> outside of the teacher's lounge. <laughs> May or may not. <laughs> may or may not. You find out. I'm not going to spoil that one. Okay. <laughs> American Vandal is... I, I watched that, like, immediately after finishing up The Staircase, and it's it's so satisfying. Nice. <laughs> like, just because it's done so well. Okay. It really is. But it's hilarious. I'll have to check it out. If you find The Staircase too long, watch the Three Paradise Lost movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually very similar. The case is kind of similar in a way. Uh, it has a satisfying end as well, and it's, yeah, I like that one. There's Making a Murderer as well. I didn't watch that yet. Um, there's also the one, oh, what is it? Well, obviously the JonBenet Ramsey case is on there if you want to go down that rabbit hole. Project Monarch. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's the one about the nuns in Baltimore. Oh, I forgot what it's called. 
I don't know. I'm sorry. Ah. I'm either. I can't help either. Sorry. I'm going to look it up on the break, and I will come back to it. Okay. Okie doke. <laughs> well, while we wait for Kelsey to figure that out, let's go back to this Ellicottville Blood Orange Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen. I, I liked it. Uh, I, I think it got a little bit better as it warmed up a little bit. Okay. Uh, it's still definitely not the best half of ice I've ever had, but not bad. I'd drink it. I would agree with it's not the best half of ice I've ever had. Okay. I I don't know. I like it. If somebody passed it to me, I'm not going to turn it down. It's not a bad beer. I don't think I would order this, like specifically right. order this. Right, right. Yeah, it's I wouldn't order bad. it, but if somebody handed it to me, I'd drink it. Yeah, I would probably drink it if someone handed it to You're me. You're polite. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. i take a couple sips out of it, leave it down somewhere, and be like, oh, crap, I don't know where I left my beer. Oh, no. Here, Jeff, hold this. <laughs> <laughs> now finish it. <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> oh, I don't like this. Oh, Jeff, will you hold my beer for a second? <laughs> He's like, how did I end up with this? <laughs> Why don't we give Kelsey a, a quick break? Give her a timeout. A timeout? <laughs> That's right. Time Go sit in the corner think about what you did. <laughs> Figure Aww. out what these nuns is about. <laughs> Which nuns? These nuns. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, that's who they're about. <laughs> You're good at this. I know. That's the team they're pulling for. Aww. All right. The end of segment two has been reached. <laughs> On to segment three. <laughs> This is Murderous Minors, Killer Kids, bringing you the frightening and truly insane tales of children with the thirst to kill. Kindergarten through 12th grade murderers. True stories thoroughly researched. Join us weekly for new tales of parents' worst nightmares on Murderous Minors, Killer Kids. Nice. Thank you. Uh, on the break, I was able to look up the show I was just speaking of. It's called The Keepers on Netflix. If you're just going to wrap that last session. Now, for those that just jumped in the segment three somehow. <laughs> they skipped because of spoilers. <laughs> yeah. That has nothing to do with goalies, correct? Correct. Okay, just making sure. Correct. Um, anyway, segment three. Let's make this happen. Let's do it. Segment de toi. We have a beer. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's your turn to intro. Yeah. Don't be looking at us. Don't look to us for help. Okay, just You've been here enough. You know. <laughs> All right, cool. So we have a beer. Uh, it's the Victory Blood Orange IPA with agave. Continuing on this blood orange. Blood orange. And murder theme that we have. Murder. So this is a rose-colored <laughs> IPA. Has some nice citrus aromas, blood orange flavors. We will be the judge of that. Right. Don't let the bottle tell you what's what. <laughs> I'm letting the bottle tell me all of this. I'm reading straight from the bottle. <laughs> Smooth maltiness and a balanced finish with the sweetness of agave syrup. It's 7%. Uh, I can't find any IBUs on this, but... That's fine. Screw it. We'll say it's 70. So while Kelsey pours this up, mm-hmm. I have an addendum to the owl theory. Okay. In the original case, uh, it comes out that Todd who is Michael's son, mm-hmm. is one of the first ones on the scene of the crime. Okay. My addendum to the owl theory is that Todd is a were-owl. <laughs> See, I have my own theory, is that it was actually owl callings. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Welcome to Hey Anybody Born After 1990. Do you get that? Probably not. <laughs> you get it? Owl cowlings? Screw you, that's funny. <laughs> Let's talk about this beer, shall we? I'm trying to move this show along. 
Now, this said it was rose-colored, and it's not. It's not. <laughs> no. That's one lie. All right, bottle. Way to go. <laughs> Jag Austin Marketing got, got nothing right. Uh, it's less orangey than the other two. Yeah, it is a bit more of a pale yellow. Mm-hmm. I can see Adam through it. Hello. Yeah. The, uh, Still pretty clear. A little cloudy. The head is pretty much non-existent, especially compared to that heavy we had last time. Yeah. Non-existent, but it is kind of creamy creamy lacing it's a little frothy yeah mm-hmm. but yeah it's not a heavy head right no. on the nose mm. on the nose not great doesn't do anything for me it's just not good i don't i don't know if i want to drink this <laughs> it smells a little skunked i'm sorry <laughs> something may have gone wrong <laughs> it may that might be the case yeah it has like a real foot funk to it because victor is usually pretty good with what they do they are yeah. this may have been left out or something i don't know hmm. do we have a caveat for left out or sunk beer does it get reviewed the same as any other beer yes it will get reviewed the same we've had a skunked beer in the past and we didn't correct ourselves necessarily we thought that maybe they just made a bad beer because we never had a beer from that brewery in Got the it. past mm-hmm. we've had beer from victory in right. the past and victory has a little bit of a precedence so right yeah. we've had non-skunk beer <laughs> <laughs> right we've had good beers by then before so yeah the, the, there <laughs> might there's something wrong with the batch or something wrong with the handling or something i'm not quite sure i don't know i'm willing to taste it to see yeah. let's give it a taste yeah See, see what it is. It didn't come out green, so. Right. So on the taste, it's not terrible. But the closer you get that to your nose, the worse it is. It's like. I am not a fan of this beer. That is not good at all. That is not good. Apparently, it's supposed to taste like a glass of juice. Does not. Does not taste like a glass of juice. Do they have a llama spit in the glass of juice first? <laughs> you know what? You have to brush your teeth first and then drink a big thing of orange juice. Oh. <laughs> Freshly squeezed camel. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, camel milk, however, is a growing trend. So is camel meat. Huh. Yeah. Appar- yeah. Apparently, they're like the kangaroos of Australia, in which they, they're pretty edible. Wait, wouldn't, wouldn't they be the kangaroos of Africa? They're I'm a sure. camel farm in Ohio. Did no, you know I'm that? Per- no, I'm pretty sure. Wait, where did they come from, camels? Africa. The Sahara. I thought they came from somewhere else. I thought I thought they were imported from Australia to Africa. Camels? Camels? Yes. I thought camels were like Northern Africa, Middle East. Yeah, that's where they do live there now. But I don't think any of them are. We'll we'll look this up in, in some point. Listeners. No, I'm going to solve it before the end of the show. Oh, right, Steve's going to solve I'm... this before the end of the show. <laughs> I swore I heard that camels came from Australia and went to Africa. I, if that's the case, then I had no idea. Yeah, okay. neither did I. But anyway, so camel milk apparently is lactose-free. Huh. So it's a great alternative for those who may have a little lactose issue who still want some milk. Is there still, like, fat in it, I imagine? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it is one of the fastest growing milk divisions. Milks. <laughs> Milks. Milk divisions. You know, says lactose free. Camel lights. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> He's on a real tear this episode. He <laughs> is just in a whole different playing field right now. I'm going to find me an owl so hard. <laughs> if only it would carry me mail. Tell me I got into Hogwarts. Oh, <laughs> you got her started. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to that camel? <laughs> All right, let's move on. There's something wrong with this beer. Something, <laughs> something wrong with this segment. <laughs> something wrong with everything. <laughs> I came up with, I don't know if it's a game, 
or just a thought exercise, really. Let's go with thought exercise. Thought, yeah. thought exercise with yeah. discussion. That sounds more fun. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Well, yeah, it's kind of hard to call this a game. It's not a game. Yeah. But while we're on the subject of murder and killers and mm-hmm. such, I thought maybe we could talk about some actual murderers. Yes. Yes. And we could talk about maybe their last meals. All right. And then we could maybe try to pair beers with their last meals. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Now, it's pretty uncommon practice that you're allowed alcohol with your last meal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you're the kind of morbid person who, for some reason, would like to relive some of the last meals of, and I know there's got to be dark people like that out there. Did you know that Texas no longer allows the last meal? The I did know last that. Meal? I did know that. I learned I, that in my research. So I did I. not know that. Yeah, because some jagoff essentially ordered like $200 worth of food. You know, we got burgers and steaks yeah. and ice cream and this and that and the other thing and something else. And So they said, nah, enough is enough. Yeah, you got some crazy amount of food. <laughs> right. Dude, so, it's the last one you're going to eat, though, so why not? And then not? he ruined it for everybody else. <laughs> well. yeah. They denied him and then no more. I believe other states still carry it out, mm-hmm. though. So it's just Texas being jerks. Right? Just Texas being yeah. Texas. Although, if we have any listeners in Texas. um, We actually do have a, a bunch of listeners in Texas. Right. Yeah. We like you. <laughs> we do like Texans, yeah. Yeah. It's just sometimes your government can be jerks. And not giving people their last meal, that's kind of a jerk thing to do. Well, no, the jerk thing to do would be ordering a clump of dirt. Well, the jerk thing to do would be to murder people. Well, okay, yeah. We're going <laughs> to actually find problem. yourself on death row. Go so. back to step zero here. Yeah. If we walk it back enough, yeah. we'll get there. the jerk thing to do is to kill people. Don't kill yeah. people. Don't kill people. Don't murder anyone. Then you don't have to worry about not getting your exactly. last meal. Just be excellent to each other. Thanks, Ted. No, no problem. <laughs> For a few murderers who did get their last meal. Right. Yes. And they're not, uh, it's actually surprising, uh, not a lot of the serial killers some of the famous ones that we're thinking of not a lot of them got last meals hmm. mostly because a lot of them didn't get death sentences they just got life in prison right they usually work out some sort of plea deal where like they're revealing the location of bodies and things like that and right plead themselves to a life sentence or they're just admit guilt <laughs> <laughs> mostly the death sentence only comes around when like you actually go to trial Mm-hmm. Some of these guys, they just didn't take a trial. <laughs> like, mm, yeah, okay, that was me. Uh, but two notable guys, serial killers, did get the death sentence and were executed, mm-hmm. and they had last meals. So the first one I'm going to talk about is Ted Bundy, murderer of 30, possibly more women throughout the state of Florida and South in general. Definitely more. Yeah, definitely more. Definitely more. He, he's a he's a Gary Ridgeway green river type killer in the fact that he just killed a lot of women and a lot of prostitutes and there's not a clear number but they were able to get enough and i think 30 is enough (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) 30 is enough but interestingly for his last meal he actually denied taking a special meal Mm -hmm. and just took the regular meal right and the regular meal was a medium rare steak two eggs some hash browns coffee juice and milk so does anybody have something you would pair with this hearty breakfast is really what it is yes yeah yes i do okay thought so for for mr ted bundy i have the elysian split shot okay uh that is an espresso milk stout so that covers your milk that covers your espresso Mm -hmm. and the reason i and okay coffee milk stout that's that's not necessarily anything special Uh, but the reason i went with elysian is because they are out of seattle okay the home of the University of Washington, where Ted Bundy graduated from. 
Okay, so you're trying to, you're actually making a tie together. Right. All right, all right. Okay, you went a lot more in depth than I did. <laughs> uh, I was thinking like a nice, a nice breakfast. Like I was along the stout line, like a coffee stout. Mm. Um, you know, something a little darker to kind of play off those coffee notes or like a nice coffee ale. I can throw you a life preserver here because I had two from Elysian. Great. I also had the Super Fuzz. Great. Which is their Blood Orange IPA. <laughs> little on the nose. Ha ha. Ha I see what you did there. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think on the nose would be the Mad Tree Psychopathy. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's on the nose That's as well. for pretty much all of these. Yeah. So. Right, that's for all of these characters. I actually went the same route as... Uh, both of you really and uh but more leaning towards kelsey and i just figured you know if you're if it's going to be your last meal you just might as well do like a, a kbs vertical yeah oh okay <laughs> like, kbs is what i was thinking when i was like well maybe kbs isn't for him but something along those lines i mean it may not be for him but i'm yeah. thinking more just in the meal in general like that's a pretty hearty breakfast but it's also got that steak in there mm-hmm. true as well yeah you pair that with a nice kbs there you go yeah. you know mm. yeah. <laughs> things are happening yeah, I'm not. I'm not celebrating Ted Bundy in any way. No. But that meal with the KBS and maybe just doing a vertical. Yeah, hey, why not? All right, I can. I can yeah. get behind that. Yeah, it's very similar to Caliente's all-you-can-eat all pancake apocalypse. Oof. Which almost always features, I think, an AOA Speedsmith and uh, a KBS and something else, a Goose Island, I think. Right, the the Bourbon County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our our next more famous serial killer. Is also a murderer of 33 young boys, John Wayne Gacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, real, a real jerk. <laughs> really? <laughs> real terrible person. Yeah. These so, are all terrible people that we're talking right, yes. about. Yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, thinking about uh, the way Norm MacDonald would present it, <laughs> we'd say he's a, he's a real jerk. <laughs> real jerk. <laughs> so I have one for you. Well, let me get into what he actually had as his last meal. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jump gun, Adam. I did. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so John Wayne Gacy's last meal was that he decided he wanted a bucket of KFC, a dozen fried shrimp, some French fries, and a pound of fresh strawberries. Interesting. Yeah. And it's something I noticed doing research on this is that a lot of people ask for fried chicken. Gacy was the first one that like popped out and specifically asked for a bucket of fried or KFC. Right. But a lot of people seem to like really want those fried foods back in their life for a bit. I can, you know, fried chicken is really good. It is really yeah. good. So <laughs> I can understand why it's on the list. Yeah, it would probably be on my list as well, mm-hmm. just to get at least a drum and a thigh. Right. At least a two-piece. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get that two-piece. And you got to have the uh, the mashed potatoes with the gravy. Yeah. You got to have that on the side. Yeah. That's mac a, and cheese. That's what, you, Ooh, did, that's, what you, that's what you did the drum in. You dip the drum in the mac- mashed potatoes and gravy? You've done that before, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> have you not? I have not. Yeah. What? Expand your world. <laughs> no, I just go straight for the, the gravy and the and the potatoes, just separate. Oh, no. No, no. No, no. Oh, man. Dipping drums. Dipping drums, yo. Apparently, I need to go to KFC after the show <laughs> and write this wrong. Dipping drums. So, anyway, what beer? Oh, Back to your beer. The the beer that I have is the Rex Red Ale, the red okay. ale for the, the color of blood. Uh, and that is from the good people of Clown Shoes Brewery. What? Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I mean, I had two written down, and one was a Clown Shoes as well. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one I struggled with. I didn't come up with anything. I was like, I kind of just want to go there. I'm like a Miller Lite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
just kind of like a picnic beer, so like for, an easy drinker. For those that are not aware, the the clown shoes is obviously a reference to his job as a clown. clown. Yeah. yeah, at childhood birthday I parties. See what you guys did there, and yeah. I like it, and I respect it, and I can't I can't compete with that. I can I can give you I can give you two lifelines on this one, Kelsey. The one would be from the Saucy Brewery in Cleveland. Okay. Uh, there's a beer called the Sucker Punch, okay. and it features a clown getting decked in the face. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's pretty. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> and it's basically just fruit punch. The other lifeline would be, uh, I, I did some research into what their favorite drinks were. Okay. So one of Gacy's favorite drinks was J&B Scotch. Oh. So any kind of Scotch-aged uh, beer, maybe, you know, aged yeah. in Scotch barrels, yeah. that might be one. You know, like the yeah. Innocent Gun, they have their uh, Tellermore Dew aged Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's All a right. thought. It's a thought. Either one of those I would consider adopting, so. Yeah. All right. But, I mean, it's it's more about, like, what would you take for that last meal? So. Yeah. I might go more fruit punch then. Plus, a clown getting punched in the face is kind of funny, so. Yeah. There's no kind of about it. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're eating all kinds of fried food, like, fruit punch kind of goes with that. That's like picnic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I actually chose the Trogue's Nimble Giant. Really? That's a, it's a really good food for, or a really good beer for, like, fried food. Okay. And then, like, the fresh strawberries as well. Mm-hmm. It goes with mm-hmm. the freshness and, like, the fruits that are in the Nimble Giant, so. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Our next one. Yes. Is going to be kind of a throw-off because her meal was basically nothing. <laughs> uh, but we're talking about Eileen Warnos, the, I don't know, she didn't have a name. I almost called her the truck stop killer, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's right. Uh, but she was a serial killer, and she's one of the very few women serial killers that have ever existed. Mm-hmm. And she was uh, executed because she killed seven men by shooting them at point blank range. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Her last meal, a cup of coffee. That's it. <laughs> Just a cup of Joe. Just a cup of Joe. Apparently, her favorite drinks were a cup of coffee and a Miller Lite. Oh, well, that's an so, easy one. So give her a Miller Lite then. <laughs> yes, for her. her li- <laughs> give her a Miller Lite. Yeah. Or give her a coffee porter. One of the two. <laughs> if, however, if I were trying to change Eileen Warnos <laughs> and get her into craft beer, though. I'd give her a Bud Light. No, I wouldn't give her <laughs> Aww. Kelsey's all about punishment. She's not about rehabilitation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to rehabilitate her. <laughs> if I were trying to turn her into craft uh, craft beer drinker in her last days, I think maybe I would go with the Spoonwood Cold Drip City. Mm, okay. Yes. It has that nice coffee flavor. It's one of my faves. But it's not very sweet. And it also still looks like beer. Mm-hmm. So you could probably trick her into liking that. Yeah. And then I also thought maybe the Bell's Java Stout. Because that one, again, it's not sweet. She, she's not a sweet person. <laughs> no. I, no, no, she's yeah. not. As a, if you drink black coffee and kill men, I'm assuming you're not big on chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. So you probably don't want that in your stouts either. Yeah. So the Bell's Java Stout is basically just beer and coffee. It tastes. It, it, it's one of the ones that tastes most like a black cup of coffee. So I think maybe she would enjoy it. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. If she had that option to her. So I went in a different direction. Yeah, I uh, I actually went for a a beer that kind of kind of describes her. Um, I, I swear w- to God, if it's Lot Lizard or something, it or is other. not. It is not. It is not. It is the <laughs> scumbag. <laughs> no, I can tell you what it is. Yes, uh, it is the Sad Eyed Lady of the Lowlands. Oh, uh, by Naked City Brewing. Okay. 
sad-eyed lady because I'm pretty sure she was pretty sad when that was happening. That whole thing. She, yeah, she had a history of abuse and right. she, it's kind of hard to tell if she was like a true psychopath or not. It, it's assumed it's assumed that she was, but she also had I'm, abuse. I'm sure so. she had a push. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the other part of that, uh, of the lowlands, a lot of these murders took place in Florida. Right. Mm-hmm. Which the highest point, I believe, is like 350 feet above yeah, sea level. it's a lot so of marsh. <laughs> the entire state is lowlands. Yes. So, uh, and the other thing, uh, Naked City Brewing, where that comes into play is more than one of her victims was found completely naked. True. Also true. Also true. Because she was, most of the time, she posed as a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then shot them point blank range as they yep. got naked. Yep. <laughs> Terrible way to go. So there you go, the sad-eyed lady of the Lowlands by Naked City. That's some good thinking, Adam. Put it together. Yeah, buddy. Kelsey. I would give her a Miller Lite. And for, a little okay, back, just back to that. Just a <laughs> I would give her a Miller Lite. She likes a Miller Lite. It's her last meal. Why not now if we are trying to rehab her on the... I mean, the, the Cold Drop City is one of my favorite beers, so... Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's obvious, you know, Adam's just trying to play to, you know, her... <laughs> and just like play to her sensibilities i'm trying to play to her sensibilities of taste and kelsey just wants to punish her so i don't want to punish her if, if, it's, if it's something she likes it's her last meal why that's not true. give her something she likes that's very true fair enough fair Can't enough deny that fair enough well i think we can maybe get back to something none of us like <laughs> uh this wasn't good this uh victory blood orange yeah it wasn't great this was bad. <laughs> I I am going to blame some sort of skunking. Yeah. 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 That, uh, I am not convinced that this is what the beer is supposed to be. Our review for the evening is should come with an asterisk. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong with this beer. I didn't taste any of the blood orange. I tasted skunk. I tasted like crappy malt, malted beer. Like it 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 smelled like foot. <laughs> yeah. And tasted like uh, steel reserve. So it didn't have that agave finish. Like I was expecting, like some sweetness on the back end, but it just was not anything. Not good. No. I, yeah, I think there's something wrong with the beer. So I think you can throw out cactus juice taste <laughs> out the door. All your aspirations oh, of tasting that. I just wanted that cactus on the back end. So. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I, yeah. I have nothing yeah. else to say, and I don't want to say anything because I don't want to disparage this beer because I don't think this is the actual beer. Right. No, I don't think this is the actual beer either. So sorry to do this to the audience, I guess. Because yeah, like I mean, we had we had this theme, and that's the beer we had. Right. I guess we go to the podium at this point. Yeah, we can go to the podium. I think maybe we'll maybe maybe we'll try really hard to actually find this beer again. And yeah. 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 Give it a redemption. Maybe. I, I think we might need to have a redemption <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah. This needs to be on I there. Mean, yeah. or, Give it a redemption, or just write it up on the website or something. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe the listeners have one of their favorite like blood orange beers that we did not Ooh. review. Mm. Maybe they'll like tweet us or email us or you know send in their suggestions for a blood orange beer. Yes, you're go all, with this. You're always welcome to send us your suggestions for beer, or just send us beer. Yes. We're yeah. always open for that. <laughs> we will take the beer. Please yes. and thank you. Well, if you send us beer, we will review it on the show, and we'll give you proper credit as well. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. <laughs> and maybe we'll give give you some beer back as well. <laughs> yeah, you have a brewery by your house that we clearly can't get up where we are, and. You know, maybe they make a great blood orange beer or another beer that's been talked about recently on the show. Yeah, we got send some, us a can, send us a bottle, we've send got, us whatever they do. We've mm-hmm. got some fantastic breweries here in Pittsburgh. We'll do a little horse trading. Yeah, yeah. horse trading. All right, so, so to the podium. To the podium. Yes. I can go first. Okay. Steve's gonna go first. 
So the bronze is obviously going to that victory blood orange. I mean, something has to go in bronze. Right. So <laughs> it gets, yeah. I, I, I know victory does better than this, and I know this is not what this beer is. So, yeah. Uh, bad batch, I guess. I don't know. Silver goes to Ellicottville Blood Orange Hefeweizen. It was a thin beer. Obviously, it was a drinkable beer, though. <laughs> <laughs> if I can say good things about a beer for a second, it was drinkable. It was, you know, a beer. If somebody passed it to me, I would drink it. It's not something I would seek out because... We've already established that we've had better Hefeweizens out there, and we've also had better blood oranges on this episode, even. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, it kind of it kind of falls short on both of those ends. But, you know, don't turn it down if somebody gives it to you. It's still a pretty decent, easy-drinking beer. It's a session ale. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And gold goes to the Brew Free or Die IPA with Blood Orange by 21st Amendment because that is a really good IPA. It's refreshing. I I would agree, and Kelsey will probably say this in her review, but it's better than the original Brew Free or Die IPA. It's good. It's great. A lot of good orange flavor. It's a lot really refreshing. The only downside is it has a little bit of bitterness. So it might not be for, you know, some people who don't like hops. I don't know. Look <laughs> <laughs> okay, at you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you are not wrong. But yeah, that's my ranks. Okay. okay. Kelsey? Sure. Uh, the victory is in my third place spot. Again, we're going to find this. We're going to give it a proper review when it's not a bad batch or a skunk. My second place goes to the... Ellicottville, Blood Orange, Hefeweizen. Like Steve said, it was thin. It just, I would drink it if someone handed it to me, but I'm not going to order it. And my gold medal, it's going to the Brew For Your Die IPA with Blood Orange. A tasty, tasty IPA. Better than the original, in my opinion. Like Steve said, though, it had a little bitter note at the end. It had some bitterness, but I was okay with it because... It was nice, a nice, smooth, non-overpowering orange flavor. It was a good drinker, and I actually want, I want more of it. So, <laughs> right now. <laughs> so, I guess, I guess yeah. that leaves that to me. That leaves that, I mean, Adam? Thank you. Your turn. Thank you. Obviously, Victory's going in the bronze medal position with the asterisks. We've already talked about that. I'm so and sorry, I'm, Victory. I know. I don't want to do that to them, so we're going to have to have them back on the show with this beer. I know they do better than this, and I know this isn't the true representation of what the beer should be. So that leaves us down to a two-horse race between the 21st Amendment Brewery and the Ellicottville Brewery. So this is where I come into a crossroads, uh, because depending on which way I approach this depends on my answer. Mm. If I approach it from which beer I would prefer personally, I would put the Blood Orange IPA, or the Brew Free or Die Blood Orange IPA, I would put that in the silver medal position, and I would put the Ellicottville uh, Blood Orange Hefeweizen in the gold medal position. Shocker. I I know, exactly. Uh, But if we're looking at it from what I felt was a better executed beer, I would put the Ellicottville in the silver medal position and put the 21st Amendment in the gold medal position. And that's what I struggle with. Uh, which direction do I go? Do I go with my personal taste or do I go with which I feel was better executed? So for the sake of the show and for the sake of the listeners, I am going to swallow my pride and I'm going to say that the Ellicottville Brewing Company Blood Orange 
Hefeweizen is in the silver medal position, and I will put the IPA from 21st Amendment, the Brewfewer Die IPA with Blood Orange, in the gold medal position. I felt that that was a better executed beer for what it is trying to be. Sir, I am shocked. I am I am learning. I am growing as an individual. You are. I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of you. I'm, I'm starting to compartmentalize for the good of the show. <laughs> Stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit? Yes. Yes, I am. I uh, Well played. Well Thank played. You. Thank you. Was this a clean sweep then? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, it was yeah. tainted, but... Well, yeah. <laughs> a tainted clean sweep. A tainted, a tainted clean sweep. Mm-hmm. Asterix. Asterix. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. with that, I just want you guys to know... Uh-huh. That camels are from North America. (laughs) (laughs) They're not from Africa. That's the facts. From North America. Yes, camels originated in North America, and they went across the Bering Land Bridge in the opposite direction. What Uh, is your source of this? Internet. (laughs) What part of the internet? All of it. (laughs) Google? Uh, Yes. Wikipedia. And Wikipedia. Oh, because you can totally trust Wikipedia. You totally, actually, you can. It's way, it's... It's way better than what it was in high school. Yeah, it's way better than what it was in high school. My thing about Australia is uh, you can't find any non-domesticated camels in the Middle East anymore. Okay. But there are still feral camels in Australia. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And now we've come full circle yeah. on our camel discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I, figured out the, <laughs> I figured out where my brain was tripping up. They didn't come from Australia. They came from North America. Across the land bridge, the yeah. opposite direction. Right. They went uh, the other way. Were they just passing all the other animals? No, people just took them. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, look at this crazy animal. It's got humps. And you can, like, it'll carry shit for you. <laughs> and you can ride it's wacky. it. wacky. <laughs> yeah, it's wacky. Look. It spits. <laughs> look at this crazy thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take it with us. <laughs> yeah. That's back before, like, anybody had any kind of... You know, laws about moving fauna from one place to That's another. Fair. Yeah. That's fair, yeah. We're just going to take this. This is ours now. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So there I, you go. Assuming you're not making this completely up, that's pretty mm. neat. No, I'm not making it up. I looked it up. That's why I argued with you at the top of the show, because <laughs> I, I knew there was something weird about camels, other than all, all the other thi- things that are weird about Other camels. than all the weird things about camels. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was another successful episode. I think so. With that... If you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to find brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, all you have to do is, again, search Hop Nation USA on Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, everything, whatever podcatcher you love. And if you're on iTunes, leave us a five-star review because we are a six-star show, but they only let us use five. And iTunes is still the biggest podcasting platform. That is how we grow the show. Also, tell your friends. That's how another way we can grow. Reverse funnel. Reverse funnel. You tell two friends, and then they tell two friends, and it reaches up like a branching tree. <laughs> <laughs> With us at the, at the base. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Totally mm-hmm. cool. A money tree. <laughs> so eh, we're not going to drink that one yet. <laughs> Quick 30 second question. Yeah. You're on death row. What's your final meal? Final meal? Yeah. I got to go with that bucket of chicken for one. Okay. I need some of my own mac and cheese, which okay. I usually make with bacon and habanero. Mm. Mm. Solid mac and cheese. I love it. <laughs> some crab legs, lobster tail, scallops. I'm gonna get the, the whole, whole program. Thing. I'm getting the whole program taken away. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down from the inside. Yeah, and then probably like chocolate chip cookies and le- lemon meringue pie. Ooh, mm. yeah. 
And then booze. Yeah. <laughs> just various boozes. <laughs> just various boozes yeah. for oh. me. Kelsey? Oh. I want a Minio's pizza. Oh, yeah. I want the fried chicken from Miss Wilkes in Savannah, Georgia. I want the beef cheek pierogi from Michael Simon's restaurant in Cleveland. I want a really nice glass of red wine. Okay. And I want a really decadent cheesecake. Ooh. Ooh. Like a berry cheese, like a really... Add cheesecake to my list as well. Yeah. yeah I want like <laughs> yeah. a really decadent cheesecake and I want um, a Bethel Bakery cupcake and a cookie. That's the way to go. And a cookie. <laughs> and a cookie. A really good chocolate chip cookie. Man, that sounds really good. Last meal, Adam. So I'm going to go with a Fud Witch from Fatheads. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to proceed that with some... I don't know where I'm going to get my fried chicken, but some, some some sort of fried chicken. It might even be a chicken wing, like a basket of chicken wings. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to add that that cheesecake onto the list. I'm going to get me some peanut butter chocolate ice cream in there. Just not like a half a pint. Nothing nothing spectacular. Right, right. right. Uh, I'm not even going to get into the beer list because, uh, like Steve, I'm going to shut the whole operation down. Just boost. <laughs> just boost all of it. <laughs> and actually, I'm, I'm going to kind of take a... A slight turn on this one, and I want a cup of dirt. <laughs> a cup just to be a jerk. <laughs> no, no, the cup of dirt was the mashed up Oreos. Oh, uh-huh. oh, with, with the, the worms. little gummy worms. Yeah, oh, and like the cool whip pudding. Yeah, all right. All right. I yeah. mean, I'm pretty sure you actually get those at regular prison meals. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you'd want another. But Maybe I right. want a double. Right. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Make it a double. <laughs> Oh, I want to add some barbecue into my list. Mm. I know. That's the thing. If you can't tell that I'm a fat piece of shit from listening <laughs> everything that I just listed off, and then now I'm also thinking, man, ribs and pulled pork. Yeah. Oh, that sounds too. good. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, that <laughs> needs to be on the list, too. So I guess the lesson here is don't be a murderer. <laughs> you can get that whenever you want. You can just get that whenever you want. <laughs> All right, Hop Nation. Bye-bye. Bye. So where's Jeff at? Right now? Is he out buying a boat? Probably not. The follow-up question, why is he not out buying a boat?